recording. Yes, hopefully, we are. Hopefully this works. Uh, we had some issues again, technical issues that we caught. You know, it just it, it <laughs> drives you nuts. It's enough to drive you nuts. <laughs> this has become the technical issues podcast half the time. Um, I'm still mad about that Werewolf by Night episode. I'm because still mad. We had a great rant on there about people, because um, it pops up all the time in things I watch. People who like um, need every like think you should explain everything or, or get like freaked out about. They're worried people won't understand something that happens in a Marvel movie since we're like 70 Marvel movies in yeah. and think you need to like explain or they're like, I have to go to watch all these movies. We had a really great rant about that because like it's not people, it's people thinking like either they're smarter than everybody else so like only they should know this or they don't know it so they immediately assume nobody else knows it yeah. or they're <laughs> it's just... Yeah, there's a lot of assumptions. Yes, it was a very good rant. It was a good rant. Yeah, like do people who like watch like like uh, a football game on Monday night or Sunday night. Like, do they, th- like when you watch it, are they like, man, now I have to watch every game this guy's played. I haven't seen all of this. There is a, like, it's crazy. There is a great, t- t- I think it's a tweet. Yeah, I think it's a tweet. It's a guy who puts on like the first ever NBA game and he goes, start in the NBA from the beginning. This is boring. When does LeBron show up? <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that every time. Which That's is like, brilliant, man. Yeah, you do not have to. You don't have to know everything. It's okay. <laughs> we're we're coming can... as humans. We're coming in pretty late in the game here. Yeah. <laughs> it's you can catch up on history, but you're not going to know everything that's ever happened over the course of human history. So, newsflash: most of the Marvel stuff started in the '60s. Yes, I was born in the '80s. Yeah, and I managed to figure it out. <laughs> I like. So. Yeah, I re- I read X Men comics, which are a mess. <laughs> Those things, those things don't make sense from the beginning. Like the biggest stuff is no. the Claremont stuff. Like that's the definitive X Men run, uh-huh. and it's like a hundred and something issues into the X Men. Yeah, oh yeah. Like you've got a hundred, like... you've got a hundred issues that like nobody really reads because no they kind of suck. Yeah. <laughs> the Stanley X Men kind of sucks. It does. It's yeah. not his best. the The concept is fantastic, but yeah, it's not his best book. It doesn't take off until the Claremont no run. Mm-hmm. But absolutely. Yeah, but it was one of those things anyway. where. Yeah, I was like, maybe we should record like that episode. And I'm like, I can't get that angry. It was really. I can't it. get it back. <laughs> no, I can't get it back. This is about as angry as I can get about it at this point. Yeah. You know, but I'm pretty angry. <laughs> Trust me. On the inside, we're seething. So mad. What did I watch? Marvel. I went and saw the Black Panther. Oh yeah, that was, was fun. Good. Did you see it? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Uh, fun is not the right word to describe that movie. Um, kind of a downer, wasn't it? But I was okay with that. Yeah, it made sense. Uh, it's a little longer than it needs to be, if I'm being honest. It doesn't get. I didn't think it got going, and we'll steer away from getting too spoiler for those yeah, who haven't seen have it. But I didn't think it got going until probably about thirty or forty minutes. Agreed. Into this thing. Yeah. yeah, and I, uh, I get. Yeah, I get it. I think they did have to do something to address. Obviously, what? Yeah, you know. Um, I do think it could be a little bit shorter of a film, but uh, I really liked uh, liked like my boy Namor. He was good, right? He was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Bring him back. You like the ankle wings? They were so cool. They were like dainty little guys that were just, it was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of a badass and he's like floating around with these cute little ankle wings. Angela Bassett, very good in this Wonderful. movie. Wonderful. Yeah. People throw out like, always throw out like, so-and-so should be nominated for an Oscar for like these comic book movies and stuff. And like, I don't disagree that sometimes they're right, maybe, but like, or there's an argument to be made, but like, I think sometimes people like to throw that out there because they just want to see something like that win. Because it doesn't happen that often, right? But I do legitimately think Angela Bassett, like I, I wouldn't like if she was nominated like for, for it, a supporting actress. I'd be like, all right, cool, yeah. yeah, like that. She was, yeah, for sure. I'm not gonna like campaign, but like, yeah, she was very good. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, I dug it. I watched it. I liked it. Yeah. It, it's one of those movies where I haven't heard a ton of people talking about it, but I, weird. Do th- I think sometimes, like, I, I do think there may be, we're getting to the point with fatigue and everything, Marvel fatigue and all like, that. Like, what do we really need to talk about? But point? the other thing, too, is, yeah, sometimes, like, you're kind of whelmed. You're just kind of like, oh, that was good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. I really liked it. I thought it was yeah. better than the first one. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I really do. That was a better story. I like Michael B. Jordan quite a bit uh, in that yeah, first really one. Good. Yeah. Um, it's tough. But I mean, I think I'm with you. I think I think I like two better as a movie overall. Me too. I think I'm with you on that. I think there's stuff I. Re- but that's always kind of been my thing with the first one. There's stuff I love in the first one, but there's also stuff that I just kind of am kind of eh on. Yeah, like, and yeah. I'm with you. I think I think like that final fight is trash in that first movie. Yes, it's terrible. And I think it's kind of a mess structurally. Yes. Um, but I do like I like the world of Wakanda. I kind of wish. I kind of wish we would be able to, I uh, could be able to see more. We don't spend a lot of time on Wakanda in this new movie, it, yeah. strangely enough. Like when we do, it's it's very much like battle scenes and stuff, and it's kind of blink and you miss it. Yeah, there's not a ton of like hanging out in Wakandan culture. Right. This is a little bit more globe trotting than the first movie was. Yes. So, which is fine. I mean, whatever. It's all good. Uh, I've been pretty happy with the Marvel stuff lately. I'll be honest. I I liked Werewolf by Night. I liked She Hulk by and large. Yeah. Um, like this one. Did you see the Guardians holiday special? It was delightful. I loved it. Absolutely delightful. <laughs> More of that, please. You know? Well, there won't be because Gunn is DC bound. He's gone. Gunn is he gone. gone. Gunn is gone and, and re- he's taking he- the rest of the DC universe. Well, he's, kicking, he's throwing it in the trash from what I gather. Honestly, which I, is the right- <laughs> I'm sure he's getting Snyderverse death threats at this point, but like he said he's but he's dealt with controversy before it kind of needs to be done at this point like in my opinion because it just if they want to they have two options here they can either try and like restructure the existing stuff they have going on like the remnants of what they've built thus far into something and i think that they could do it and he still might and he still might or they can kind of just forget about trying to make some sort of emphasis on a shared universe and just make good movies that I think that's the best that's the best way to go route. the best the best DC stuff has been that stuff yep uh, I still haven't seen Joker but like I've heard largely like that it was well the Batman's pretty standalone as well Batman yeah. um, uh, the first Aquaman felt very standalone and yeah. I really enjoyed it well the, yeah um, uh, Wonder Woman was felt very standalone mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed that uh I'm trying to think, uh, Shazam's good. Shazam's fun. Yep, Peacemaker. I've heard is Peacemaker's my favorite. Wonderful. Thing. Yeah. So, I think the stuff that it kind of has just does it, it has been doing its own thing and not trying to build to some big they started, event movie. Yeah, the Snyderverse started backwards too. It did. Yeah. It yeah. it was them rushing out to capitalize on the Avengers stuff. Make make our Avengers. Yeah. Right away without building to it, and it was it just, didn't make sense. It was always kind of a mess, and it, it didn't make sense. It didn't take on. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'm with you. I've kind of I think Gunn is a great choice here, mm-hmm. um, and I think he will turn it. Or, I think he will streamline things, and I think it will. He has the best chance of yeah. steering the ship correctly, and I think it's because. Um, he'll be kept in check, and he should be because Gunn can get a little wacky sometimes. Right. Um, he'll be kept in check by, quite frankly, by studio execs. But he also has the right. I think he's a smart guy, and I think he he really can capture a ton of different tones. And I think he knows what 
he's not like directing all these. He's just he's overseeing. He's overseeing them. Like, yeah, I think he's going to be great at finding the right people for the right sh- like jobs. You know, for sure. Um, and I think he's going to bring some like levity to the whole thing mm-hmm. because that's part of who he is. And I think it. I think sometimes DC in general kind of needs that a little bit. Like, yeah. I don't I'm not saying it needs to be jokey and stuff all the time, but. Sometimes the DC stuff can treat, take itself so seriously that you're like, man. I'm Sometimes gonna... it takes itself so seriously that it's even funnier. It's hilarious, <laughs> right? DC always, as a kid, is the um, it was always the one. It always scared me more uh, as a kid um, than Marvel. Marvel was more inviting to me because DC was always the one that had their fans call in to kill Robin. It's insane. <laughs> they held a contest for those who might not know. Back in like the late '80s, Jason Todd, the second Robin. Yeah. Um, they held a contest basically saying like, hey, call into this number as a promotional stunt. Um, I don't know if they thought this was going to happen either, but like, like if you want us to kill, him. if you want us to kill this character, press one. If you don't press two, everybody pressed one. <laughs> you had to and then kill they killed him. Jason. And they killed him. But like that always intimidated DC. Very intimidating. Is when they stuff Green Lantern's girlfriend in a fridge. Yeah. The first year. That's where, is that where the term comes yeah. from? Right. Yep. Well. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? DC was wild, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. It's crazy stuff. It's crazy stuff always happened with the DC characters. It is wild, man. Speaking of crazy comic book movies, and then we can move on here, yeah. I watched uh, Morbius. You <laughs> finally watched this week. Morbius. Boy, did I. Yeah. Um, What'd you think? I got up pretty early in the morning, not specifically to watch Morbius. It's on Netflix now, right? Uh, yeah, I just get up early, and I usually like make my coffee, throw on a movie or something. Yeah. And, um, let the day take me. And... Uh, <laughs> this day started with Morbius. I don't remember the rest of it. Um, <laughs> I I said in the Discord, which you can join at uh, patreon.com backslash MidwestPodNet, there it is. Uh, for, for hot takes like this. Uh, this reminded me of like a mid-2000 superheroes movie. Yeah. Like Fantastic Four or Ghost Rider yep. or um, Elektra. Something that... Definitely. Um, yeah, is not very good, but has charms in its own way. Um, but I don't remember much about this. The, no. There's a fight scene in a train in the it's subway. Really funny. Between, um, is it Matt Smith? Yeah. And Jared Leto? Lucian. Lucian. <laughs> How do I remember that character's name? Because he's having a Lucian. good time. Matt Smith is having a very fun time in this movie. And he was interviewed afterwards, too, like before the movie came, well, because it was delayed for like a year and a half. <laughs> That's right. So he was interviewed during that period of time where he, and he I, he's quoted as saying something along the lines of like, I don't, like somebody's like, oh, well, tell me about your character. And he's like, I don't know who I, I don't know who I was playing in the movie. Like, <laughs> like he had no recollection of like being in the movie. He's just like, I did it. Like, <laughs> I like to think that he like astral projected during that movie. And like, yeah, you know. I wanted to see Leto wear the, like the Morbius suit, like yeah. the classic Morbius suit. Would have been sweet. Yeah, this is like this is one of those things where I like this movie is one of those movies where when I was a kid, like this would have come out in the middle of the day on like mm-hmm. HBO or Stars or yeah. something. And I would have watched it and uh, forgot about it, really. Yeah. It's, I, it's, <laughs> the one thing that's not forgettable is the after credit scenes. The after credit scenes, which, uh, which just is one spoil. of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire we life. Will spoil. The whole thing is funny. Michael Keaton's in the trailer for yeah. this movie. So yeah. that's not a spoiler. That's advertising. Yeah. Um, this movie's been out. I don't care. No, so he shows up. at. The, he, does he show up at the end of the movie? He shows up in the post credits, right? Yeah. Like. There's Explain two, to me what I watched. There are here. two Michael Keaton post-credit sequences. Because this didn't make any sense to me. The I'm first one lie. is Michael Keaton like popping up in a prison cell, and he's like, "Where am I, guys?" <laughs> kind of like like Venom does yes. in the Venom movie, right? And then the second one is Morbius driving around in the desert by himself, listening to Thirty Seconds to Mars, I assume. 
and Hitman. Yeah. Let's team up. And then Morbius is like, interesting. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So was this supposed to be setting up the Sinister Six? Did we kind of just get the Sinister Six out in the yeah, No Way Home? Yeah, the f- yeah. Five, but like... The Sinister Five? The only reason they held off on a sixth villain in that movie is because they wanted to say they haven't done it yet. Right. It's dumb. <laughs> it's, they, this, look. The Sonyverse? It's never going to happen. No, it's not. Well, they're making Madame Web. Ma- yeah. Madame Web. Craven, Craven's coming out. Craven, are they filming it? It's, no, it's like done. A, <laughs> it's in the can, buddy. No they shot that. Here's thing. the thing: I think the Venom movies are quite fun. Um, for what I they haven't are. seen the second one. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're quite fun. Um, I would not. Uh, I would not say they're great films, but for what they are, I had a good time with the first one. Yeah, and the yeah. second one's like pretty much the same level of quality. But I guess I also like ask, what do you want from a Venom movie? Right. Like. I think the people that are like Venom sucks. I, I like it's fine if you don't like the movie, but like, I guess I would ask like, what is it you want from a Venom movie? Right. I guess I kind of got what I expected. You know, like I don't know. I if you read those Venom Lethal Protector comics, they're goofy as shit. Yeah, they're goofy as shit. Like the like one of the first Venom stories, he goes to like Venom Island or it's something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. But like then like that's kind of what we're aiming for here. I don't know. Yeah. I'd still watch the Venom in Antarctica one. The one that's kind of like the thing? Like the thing? Yeah. yeah. I'd watch that. For sure. For sure. But, yeah. Um. All right. That's it for movies. You've wa- you been watching anything? <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> Life is crazy, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Holidays. It is the season. Yep. Wrapping up this kitchen remodel. Still have a few things to do there. I'll, you know. So I've been very busy. Yeah. Yep. There's been illness running through our hands every All year. The time, yeah. So I'm not overly, but like, no, it's, it's, uh, yeah. So no, not watched a lot, um, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's all good. Um, so you want to talk a little bit about some of the Scream 6 stuff, right? I do, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so excited for it, you know. We'll I mean, warn anybody right now, up top. Yeah. Anybody who is spoiler phobic that does not want to hear anything about Scream. Uh, right. I think you can shut this one off now. Yeah, I will not, certainly not. I, I, I have no knowledge of, uh, you know, killer or killer's identities. I don't want to know that stuff. Right. I don't know who lives and who dies. I don't want to know that stuff. I just have some tidbits about the movie that I think would be fun to discuss and get excited yeah. over. So, um, I'll kick things off with this. This is a quote directly from Melissa Barrera, who plays Sam in Scream 5, and then she'll be returning for Scream 6. Um, this, she's referring, by the way, to... Um, she's starting by referring to the previous film here. Okay. Uh, there was a saying on set because Matt and Tyler, the director's, Radio silence. We're always asking for more blood and more sweat. They always just wanted more. More blood spritz was the saying because they would always just want more. With the last scream, they were tiptoeing and trying to be very respectful of what the franchise had been up to that point and keeping their inner gory dreams at bay. But with this one, they were like, we're going all out. It's a hundred times gory. <laughs> well, and this, uh, yeah, the first, the last one, uh, the last one has moments. I just recently rewatched it. and um, There are a couple. There gnarly. are a couple of moments. It's not, the, it's not gory per se, but it is violent. Yeah, it's violent. It's harsh. Yeah. Um, the Dewey death in particular. It is gnarly. Rough. The West death? Yes. The knife in the... Yeah. 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 That, is, that is tough too. Um, but they have a history with that. Yeah, uh, the radio silence guys. They yep. can get a little gory. I mean, ready or not. Gets a little splattery. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So I can see this, and um, 
but I mean, gore has never been a staple necessarily of the no. free the scream franchise. There's been very little. Yeah, and when yeah. it does pop up, it's effective because um, it's not. Does this get you excited, or are you like, oh no, like let's not get too crazy with it? Scream. Oh, I'm all in. Yeah, screw it. The, the, the sixth movie. Then. <laughs> that's kind of right. This is kind of how we call it. Like, I'm all like, once you're six movies deep, like I know I understand. They made one very similar in in the vein of that's very similar to the the first movie. That's kind of yes. straightforward. Tries to focus on tension. I'm totally fine with them doing whatever the hell they want. No, like if this is the Halloween kills of the Scream franchise, you're, you're all for it. Okay. Um. Couple of things I want to mention. There are a couple of leaked pictures that came out um, that have tied into some very prevalent rumors about the movie. Okay. Um, there were rumors out there that the killer or killers were utilizing uh, robes, masks, and knives from previous ghost okay. faces. And there was a shot of most of the lead cast, I think, like. Uh, Chad and Mindy are in the shot. Tara yeah. and Sam are in the shot. I think Hayden Panettiere's character is in the shot, and then Dermot Mulroney's character, who I'm so excited for. Yes, I hope he's I hope he's Ghostface. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Dermot's gonna ha- he would he would love it. Anyway, um, they are walking into a theater, and this is this is for sure. Uh, it's confirmed because there were set pictures of this theater with like these framed stab posters. Uh, it looks like a rundown theater. And they are looking at what is apparently a display of actual, the actual ghost face costumes that were worn by, I suppose, characters like Billy and Stu and okay. Mrs. Loomis and so on and so forth. And there's a bunch of them missing. Okay. Um, that was what, was what was stated about it. And then a couple days later, there was a really intriguing shot, and it was def- it's 100% official, like real. Uh, because once again, they were filming inside of this people lined up set photos with this leaked picture and it's the same place. Okay. Um, and it is Ghostface uh, at a bodega. Yes. Holding a shotgun that's, uh, on somebody. Yeah. With another person in the background, if you notice, laying down like dead or incapacitated like they've already been blasted with a shotgun. So Ghostface is going to use a shotgun at this. I, he's he's, he's one handing a shotgun. Or a copycat. I don't. Well, so here's the intriguing thing. If you look at the ghost face mask, mask in this picture, it's like rotting in parts, like it's old, like okay. it's been stolen from an old ghost face previous one. So stolen from whatever this yeah. theater setup was, and some keen, uh, you know, uh, internet sleuths noticed that there are some holes in the front of the robe, bullet holes, and they line up exactly with. Uh, Scott Foley's bullet holes from Scream 3 when he gets oh, shot. Oh, okay. So he's wearing Roman's robe from Scream 3 in this scene. Interesting. And then another leaked picture came out of that same rotting ghost face mask laying on the streets of New York with like people walking by it. Okay. I'm very intrigued by that. Right? Isn't this getting yeah. you excited? Yeah. Um, and then uh, just today, and this is courtesy of, I should give him credit, hellosydney.com. Um, this is taken uh, some quotes taken from an extra uh, who sh- shot a scene who probably shouldn't be talking about the scene they shot um, there is a chase scene on a subway train yeah um, you, yeah you have to do this <laughs> yes yeah, so there's definitely a a um, 
chasing. And it sounds like Ghostface is just like walking through the train, killing people left and right, doing what everybody wanted Jason to do. And I'm sure and that Jason Radio Silence it. is like, we're going to make it happen. So what you're telling me right now is. Radio Silence, their dream project is a Jason Takes Manhattan But they're doing what they have to do to... To do it. They're just... They're, uh, yeah, they're doing it under the cover of a yes. Scream movie. Yeah. Um, so this Smuggling, sounds I think is rad as hell. Yes. Um, I'm 100%. I was already in, but I'm in. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to predict... I'm going to make two motive predictions right here. And they're kind of similar but different. This is just based on the information that I just stated. This this killer or the killers could care less. I, oh, I should say, there was apparently a Ghostface quote from the movie. Oh, yeah, you sent me that. What was it again? It was, uh, like, who gives a fuck about movies? That's right. Which I love, too, because yeah. if this is the first Ghostface who's like, I don't give a shit about that. He just likes the killers, or if they just if, like if, the killers. He's, yes. I think it's he or she, it's going to be, like, a true crime obsession. Like, right. They, like... They're almost doing it because they're sick of, like, people making a joke out of the real... The real... Like, they don't like the Stab movies, and they're yep. tired. Like, they want to, like... And I think there might... Because it seems like this ghost face is, like, willy-nilly just, like, slaughtering people, like, with shotguns and, like, on subways. Maybe he's trying to, like, outdo the body counts of the original. Like, I could see Combined. something like that. yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of, pre- like, scary and, like... This could be... Yeah. This could be crazy. This could be crazy. I'm excited for this, uh, but I'm gonna have to wait to see this because this comes out like like right around when my child could be born. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm gonna have to wait on this one. So that's, that's gonna this right. is gonna be tough. So I'm gonna have to like avoid spoilers. Yes, yeah, until so this comes thing out is on the 10th of March. Yeah. Yep, and and you're right around then. I'm in the yeah around the 26, so well, it you could might be, be okay. Yeah, I might be okay. It could be like any time though. Is the thing. So, right, it, it's one of those things where like I yeah, I'm not sure I want to be in a movie. If you get a call, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, I mean, just but, have the wife come with. Exactly, she would love that. Yeah, actually, yeah, it could it could force things. Like, it could. Samara Weaving is in this. Yes, um, uh, Tony Revolori is in this. From- yes. Who I like quite a bit. And like Jenna Ortega is all over the place right now. Usually she's like, now because she's of like Wednesday. Wednesday is like a huge like, big hit. Tim Burton at it again. I uh, love it. Yeah. Good for him. Um, I, I like Tim Burton. Yeah, Dermot's in it, which is yeah. great. Uh, we've got most of the returning cast. Of course, Neff Campbell will not be back. Yeah, um, that's been over. and That's not happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we had, I think you and I had uh, maybe speculated this could be some sort of pro wrestling big uh, work. As it, they call it, it in is the biz. No, it's it not. It is not. At this point, we can kind of safely say that unless something gets worked out between now and release in March, where it's like can a shoot some post-credit thing. thing. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, like, it wouldn't do anybody involved in the movie any good for her to be out there saying these things and right. then to keep silent. Like, it just it wouldn't make sense. Like, right. it's not good marketing. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, What's our first bodega in the screen movies? <laughs> I think so, right? I believe so. You know, the, you know, Bodega Cats. Have you seen the Bodega Cats Instagram? It's no, all just, it's all just cats hanging out. Just in. hanging out in bodegas. <laughs> bodegas. Bodegas are kind of sweet. The bodegas are kind of sweet. Yeah, and Bodega Cats are also very sweet. Got some pizza at a bodega chill. once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big New York slice. <laughs> yes. It's awesome. Yes, that <laughs> yeah, was very good. You had to fold that thing. There, um, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been to New York. I've been to New yeah. York. I like, I like, I know. Been a little while. Yeah, but yeah. 
Good stuff, man. I'm glad yeah. Ghostface is going there. He's going to really enjoy it. He's going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, he's going <laughs> to. I watched. Oh my gosh, this just popped my head for no reason. But I wanted. To, I watched a Grim Life Collective. Yeah, yes. The other day, they're delightful. Have you seen the Beat It one? No, he goes to Michael. He goes to visit. I go. Oh, Michael Jackson's beat it. That's kind of a interesting one. I have not watched it because it's from a while back. Yeah, uh, it ends very abruptly. First of all, they film beat it in, in Skid Row in yeah. Los Angeles, okay. and it's not like you immediately go, "Man, get what you need and let's get moving." Yeah, I got because you. it is like you're like, Ooh. um, but like beat it. The video had like actual gang members and stuff. Yes, it did. In it. Yeah, like beat it's like a crazy story. The music video, but yeah, he had to end the video abruptly because someone chucked a beer at like a full beer at him, and he's like, "I had to get out of there." Like they were the they were turning on me. <laughs> so, Woo! <laughs> I've been in places before where I went, "Uh oh." Yeah. You've done it too, right? Yeah, and I've also, but I have never had a camera. <laughs> like, no, 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 Like, no, I'm no, not no, no. filming things there either. No, no, Bringing no. attention. But I've yeah. definitely, I've had that, those moments like where you, you, usually it's when you're like taking a trip somewhere and you're not familiar with the area and maybe you like go to like stop and get, grab gas somewhere close by and you go, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, I'm trying to dance around barbarian spoilers for you, but it <laughs> takes place in Detroit. Yes. And I've seen some people go... <laughs> Like this is not representing Detroit well, or like this sure. is, and and I get that, like, but like, I mean, I've been to Detroit too, like, yeah, oh yeah, there's <laughs> spots, yeah, there's... like it's not just downtown Detroit, like I've been to Detroit. There's, I've, I've I don't been... think there's like a barbarian. I've been to places in in, but I've in been Detroit to places where I was probably like where I said to myself, you know, it's probably not great. I've been to places in Detroit where. <laughs> If what happened in Barbarian happened at that place in Detroit, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Fair enough. If a Barbarian showed up in that spot in You'd Detroit like, oh, yeah. on the news, I wouldn't be like, sense. I'd just be like, oh, well, I mean, that's weird, but <laughs> things happen, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Why not? All right. <laughs> well, Good stuff. We've, uh, we've done it all here. All right, we're going to be back next time. I think we're going to talk, yeah, we're going to talk about toys on the next episode. Toys. Don't get your mind out of the gutter. Oh, we're talking nah. about horror-related and Christmas toys. Yes. So. Joyful toys. Well. Well. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>